Welcome to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter. Whether you feel that you don't have enough money to start investing or are under the preconceived notion that investing is only for the wealthy, Magnus and his expert guests are here to help you. Now here is your host, Magnus Carter. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Magnus Carter. Today we have a sort of new show. Well, Actually, a continuation of an old show. But before we get into that, I want to thank Riley Jarvis from the Sleep Consultant last week. Uh, Actually, a continuation of an old show. But before we get into that, I want to thank Riley Jarvis from the Sleep Consultant last week. And what we're actually doing is uh, taking... uh, Oh, last week. I'm sorry. I totally lost my train of thought. Technology is wonderful today with me. Uh, (laughs) Also, the joys of being live. Uh, last week, we talked about sleep, how sleep is very important in our lives, how it actually helps us make better financial decisions, and how much actually goes into getting healthy sleep and our bodies that need it. But today, we are going to go into the future. We're actually stepping into the future one little bit at a time. Uh, this is a continuation of the show from when Dan Tool came on a couple, well, seven, eight months ago already. And... But Dan couldn't be here. He had to be called away, which is no big deal because we have another look at the same company from a different perspective. Let us welcome Laura O'Toole to the to the show. Welcome, Laura. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, uh, not a problem. I'm glad you could um, make, make, to the, make it to the show. And it's definitely going to be interesting to get your perspective on Drone Deck and you being a business development, the VP of business development there. It's we're actually going to take a better look behind the scenes and how this is actually going to change our lives because you guys have been going nonstop since last year. Yes, we we certainly have. We've had a lot of big announcements, a lot of exciting uh, things. It's been a it's been a great year for us. Oh, fantastic! It's wonderful, and I I continue to see you know the growth and whatnot. But can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you actually became part of the Drone Deck family? Yeah, um, I'm I'm happy to. So it's both a little complicated and not. So I am Dan's daughter. Um, I I've worked for him for some of his other companies before. I actually I had my first job making cold calls at 15 for one of his companies over the summer. Um, so I've been involved in business with him on and off um, for all of my life. Um, prior to this, I was working at a company that was doing powerline inspections with drones called Aerotronic. Um, my bosses there had a successful exit, uh, and one of them actually moved over to drone deck. I had an open invitation from him and, uh, also his co-founder for wherever they end up to, uh, there's a position for me. So, you know, he moved over to my father's company and it just seemed like a really natural shift. Um, so I, I joined the drone deck team, um, part-time and then came on full-time, um, I think May of last year. So just a little over a year with them. Or not this last year, sorry, year uh, or 2021. So just a little over a year now, year and a half. Um, and so I'm, I'm loving it. I've gotten to do a lot of different things in the company. You know, we're still a small team, so we all get to wear a lot of different hats. So it's been very exciting. Keeps me on my toes. Wow, that's amazing. That's that's a that's a giant growth in such a short amount of time. You know, it's one thing to start to go from business to business and grow up the ladder slowly, but you're making leaps, leaps and jumps, which is amazing. And congratulations on that. And especially drone deck for expanding the way they are with such a short team, a small team, I should say. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Um, my extensive experience with 
startups and in sales has, has helped um, and uh, with my career and then the drone duck team, you know, we just have such a great team behind everything. So we've just, we've been taking off. It's been really, uh, it's been really great. Okay. Oh, that's, a, that's awesome. But to those who haven't heard or been living under a rock or does not in uh, turn on any sorts of news or technology, can you give us a little background on what drone deck is and how we're actually, what the company is actually looking to do with it and change our lives? Of course. Yeah. So we are revolutionizing last mile of delivery. So we are the smart mailbox. We're consolidating all traditional and autonomous deliveries. So think drones, ground robotics, autonomous vehicles, those sorts of technology. Um, we're combining all of that delivery to one secure place. So we're that that drop off point, basically. So, um, you know, all this technology has been updated. We have smartphones, we have smart TVs, there's even smart fridges. The mailbox has been left alone, yet we get more deliveries today than ever before. So we're just really bringing that up to, to date. You know, we're moder modernizing the mailbox. Okay. Yeah, uh, that that's a very valid point because the mailbox has been around since uh, 1800s, all the way back from them. But uh, you're right. Nobody has touched it. It's normally been the same, and it's been the same people delivering your mail day in, day out, year after year. And do you see with the changes in this, uh, that infrastructure is still staying in place? I think you mean man delivery, traditional oh, right, delivery. Right. I think, of course. Yeah, I think there's no matter what you do, no matter how much um, automation you you uh, introduce into an industry, there's always going to be that human component. Um, you know, we're not trying to displace that that human part of it, but we're trying to help kind of augment it, you know, help make it a safer, you know, more green way of doing things. Um, you know, like a lot of lifting tasks for packaging packages can cause different muscular musculoskeleton issues for um for the deliveries or deliverers, excuse me. Um so you know robotics, things like that can help reduce issues um for them, you know, make it safer, uh and again, more green. Oh also with the more green and whatnot, we're you're actually talking more security. And also the the speed of delivery, because as we're talking prior to this, we want speed. We want it now. We want it. We're, we are the Verukas of the word, world, if you will. Yes. Yeah. I mean, everything's so instant now. You know, you can get DoorDash or any delivery company. It'll bring you your meal right then. You can download things instantly. Um, we are in, in that, you know, time of of the now, like everything happens now, our attention spans are, are now. So people, they do want their deliveries faster and they expect them faster. And automation can can really deliver on that. You know, whether or not that that's drones or it's sorting through a warehouse faster because of automation or a, a robot picking it up when it's out of hours and there's not people there. You know, um, all of these, we are able to speed it up. We're able to um, kind of overcome some of these roadblocks that take up time in the delivery process. Okay. Now I'm going to go back a couple of years. Uh, we don't really like talking about this time in our, in our generation, if you will, or the right here and now is now the 2020 era that we, that there was such a demand for this and, but we weren't really able to do anything about it. Do you see that drone deck actually helping that? Should that ever happen again? I think for our infrastructure, I think we're we're 
a lot more established as a and in general in the logistics mm-hmm. industry. Um, I think that they've they built up that infrastructure because of that need from COVID. And I think yeah. that now that people are ordering so much, that that demand's never gonna go back down. No. Um so at least not not fully, not to the level we saw before that. And I, I do think that we are solving a lot of the issues that came up during COVID. You know, there's people that were worried about, you know, the, you know, getting sick off of packages that are coming in. You know, we can offer some UV disinfecting. You know, it's not touching as many human hands. It can make it a safer work environment in times of pandemics for the, the deliverers by introducing the robotics and, you know, not having to have a person there to sign for the package because we can do um, you know, ID valid, valid uh, excuse me, you can verify IDs um, with the unit to make sure you are who you are, say you are. So that counts as a signature, things like that, that can overcome that, that fear of, um, you know, getting sick. But also, again, we offer a bunch of features to, uh, and again, we haven't actually touched on this, uh, we offer a bunch of features to help support autonomous systems. So, you know, signal boosters, we're doing, um, you know, micro weather data. So all of this stuff can help keep that demand, you know, we can get these carriers, the information, these robotics systems, all of them, the information they need to be able to run properly. Um, so, you know, we can keep that that demand, um, even when the demand's high, we can still meet that and uh, okay. we can meet it efficiently and effectively. Okay. Well, you did t- talk about automation. The autom- and correct me if I'm wrong, is you you like the automation. You like going into the nuts and bolts of it and seeing how it works. Now, what can you tell us that are looking on the outside how this is actually going to benefit us by with everything being held inside and uh working um autonomously without human interaction well for one you know we get to take off uh, we get to take cars off the road you know if a ground robotics if we can interface with ground robotics and drones make their their jobs easier so they can deliver you know provide that infrastructure for the these systems to be able to deliver where we're taking cars off the road which is going to reduce traffic you know there's been studies i think it was maybe the university of kansas i believe that did a study that found that um this can save 50 percent of time in deliveries for in like in cities by introducing um autonomous delivery so, you know, there's going to be more more rapid deliveries if you need medications, you know, things like that delivered. It could be done um, immediately. You know, we're looking at um, food redistribution through the decks. You know, can we can we facilitate that if restaurants have, you know, extra food? Can we then put that in the hands really quickly of, you know, a um, a food pantry, you know, something like that, like a, a food drive, so that food drives, things like that. So I think. You know, automation really unlocks a lot of a lot of things, and we're helping unlock that automation and create the secure place for for people to get the deliveries that matter to them. Again, like medications, you can't just have things like that delivered. So we get to unlock, at least to your front door. You know, there needs to be someone assigned. So we're unlocking a lot of these sensitive deliveries that that have been a little tricky before. Um, so you can get them at any time, and you can keep them safe. So I think there's several aspects of life that you'll you'll start seeing impacts as um, drone deck and more automation in the delivery uh, industry rolls out. Okay, yeah, uh, you did uh, touch on a valid point because uh, with the medication and whatnot, I remember talking with Dan about actually having businesses uh, spot either sponsor them or have them in in locations also that they can actually go pick things up. Sort of like the Amazon lockers and um, like Walmart has the the wall. Well, I think Walmart still has the lockers, but uh, not just on the corners or anything by your house, but also the businesses where you can pick them up, even on your way to somewhere. 
we have explored some, you know, that, that kind of community deck aspects and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we are, we're not quite a locker. We're not really going for, you know, we are the mailbox. Right. Um, we do have commercial uses and we do plan on being in front of businesses. Um, and again, like those community decks, we've had municipalities reach out to us and ask if we can put some decks in, you know, their, their city center and stuff like that, um, where it would be a drop off and pick up location like that for people that could still receive autonomous delivery. So, you know, it's definitely something we're exploring. Um, but, you know, it's still kind of we're we're figuring out our, our exact roadmap with that right now. Oh, with a roadmap like that, you have you have pretty much a, a, a a blank screen, a blank palette, if you will, because you guys are the the leading factor of all this. How do, how do you feel about that? You know, it's it's very exciting. Um, I, I don't think anyone will tell you that it's it's easy to be coming out with such a new product. You know, there's so much groundwork that needs to be done. Um, luckily, we have a team that works very hard that is has been great and has been able to get this stuff finished. Um, but I, I think it's it's really fantastic to be able to say that we're revolutionizing an industry. It's something that not many people can say. And, you know, I think we're all really excited about how this is going to change our lives. And, you know, having a drone deck, you know, being able to get things delivered, you know, can, you know, emergency features that we have, things like that, you know, how can we improve communities? And I think we're we're really eager to start seeing these um these kind of outcomes of of what we're doing. Okay. Now, out of all of the things that have been uh, released and press release and, and the things, even as you started working there, what has what has surprised you the most or the biggest uh, surprise that you had or uh, of of any of the developments that you guys released? What one do you find the most fascinating and most robust in your opinion? Oh wow, yeah, that's so hard. We've had so many, we've had so many big um, mm-hmm. releases, and I wouldn't say any of them really surprised me because I'm kind of behind the scenes, yeah, you know, working out a scenes. lot of this with the, with the team. So you know, we kind of see these coming um, from from pretty far out. You know, a lot of our our deals are a pretty long life cycle. You know, it might take a, a month or two of engaging with a company before we're able to announce anything. Um, the most robust, you know, I think. It, it, out of our releases that we've had so far, I think it has to be the the pilot and Lawrence, you know, just, just being able to say that we've had our first deliveries, that we were able to test ground mail with USPS, um, you know, that we had customers using these decks in this pilot. That that was major for us. Um, and kind of on that same note, something that hasn't been fully released yet, um, and we're still not releasing too many details, but mm-hmm. we do have a pilot program in the healthcare industry with a with the major hospital coming up, which we're very excited about. Um, it's our first major revenue generating pilot. Oh, and okay. again, it's really moving into this sensitive deliveries, you know, healthcare, we're looking at lab samples and things like that, which is just a, such an important market. We can do so much in there and that area and we can help uh, with a lot of pain points in the healthcare industry. So um that would probably be the most exciting upcoming uh update that we're gonna be we're gonna be giving here in the next month or two probably so oh man i i can know first time with working in the health industry that people um employers don't have this the the bandwidth to actually send somebody to a lab anymore you know that that one person's doing 10 other things and to send someone to go pick something up and take something back it's uh very uh very detrimental to the uh, the productivity that that's doing and knowing that it's actually 
can be automated or the the potential to be there, we'll put it that way, it is amazing. And that's just one more thing. But so when you're start when you started doing this, even when you were doing the the lidar and everything with the with the power lines, did you ever think that the application would be used for home delivery? For for drones? Um, yeah, for drones in and, general. Yeah, right. You know, I think there's always I feel like we've been hearing about drone delivery so for for a while, you know, it's from it being that really futuristic, like that very Jetsons kind of like um reality to, you know, it coming becoming a little bit more um of a buzz in 2014, talking about the possibilities. I, I think it's something that anyone that's been in this industry or interested in automation has definitely thought would come at some point. Um, but it doesn't mean that it's not still wild for us. You know, it's still really cool. I still geek out every time I see a drone delivery. I'm like, this is so cool. I can't wait until they're delivering to me every day and what, you know, however often this is commonplace. But um, I, I've definitely had uh, the expectation and the hope that it would be here sooner rather than later. So it's really exciting to see it come to fruition now. Well, uh, yeah, that's and people, even the old, uh, the older generations are like, well, Never thought it would because it was sci-fi. Everything, everything, pretty much that we're that's happening now had to be thought up as somewhere. Whether it was a joke or whether uh, it was very good, helped experience mentally, if you will. Uh, but yeah, it, now that it's becoming reality, it feels surreal. And actually being part of it, and actually seeing it happen, I, I can definitely attest to that because I never thought about that. I'm so used to seeing someone deliver something over and even our apps on our phone tell us where it is. <laughs> it's like, okay, now now we know where you are and now to get home to get that that package. Now with the with the drone decks, will that still be uh something that needs to be done? I, I seen that you can actually do a lot of things with the app. You guys are developing an app for them. Yes, yeah, and we do plan on including tracking. In fact, we expect it to be much better, more accurate tracking than what you have now. You know, because it's not going to be tracking a manned carrier. It's most likely going to be tracking drones and ground robotics, which the GPS location is going to be extremely precise. It has to be. We're going to have that information, and you're going to be, you know, assured that they're coming to you, you know, immediately. It's going to be very quick. Um, but as for the, you know, going home to pick up a package, you know, immediately before, it, you know, one, one out of three in a Three Americans, uh, I believe, have had a package stolen mm -hmm. um, from their front yard or from their front door. Uh, you don't need to worry about that anymore because the drone deck keeps it completely safe. So although you do have complete visibility on when something's delivered, that matters a lot less because it's going to be there waiting for you whenever you get home. Okay. Now, with, with saying that and being delivered and whatnot, is there – have – is drone deck? I'm sure they are. They're they're testing the reliability of the GPS systems, so that packages don't end up on somebody's roof or the neighbor's roof. Yes. So you <laughs> you better believe the FAA will not allow that. The drones are so precise. Ground robotics are so precise on locations and stuff. And again, we offer that signal boosting. Right. We we interface with them so they can they know the exact pinpoint where your deck is for that delivery. So you know we are making that even more precise. It's not like it's going to be dropped off somewhere by your house. Okay. No, it's going to be dropped off right in the drone deck every time. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah, well, that, that that's one of the things that I'm, I'm kind of curious about. You know, you've seen this paint the picture of 
someone's house and someone's garage and you see the drone coming right towards you, but it makes a turn and just puts the package right there. You know, it's, it, it was just one of those things that comes into my mind. I'm sure it comes into a lot of people's minds because now we're talking about taking the human element out of the equation and we are relying on the programming of an individual. And we, and as a computer, as a computer person, the computer is only good as the programmer and the programming that is done to it. Yeah, no, I, I definitely see where you're coming from. And I can, I think that there is still a lot of concern for people because, you know, that are outside the industry because drones are such a new technology. But, you know, in actuality, drones have been used for a lot longer than, you know, we've been even aware, you know, it's, it's been used in a lot of military reasons, um, things like this, you know, recon, things, uh, mapping. So there's already so much that's gone into drones, so much development, and, you know, there's a lot of iteration. And I think that these are, really robust, reliable systems. You know, they have to be. There has to be five backups in case something goes wrong. Um, you know, the FAA, America, we have the safest airspace in the entire world. They are not playing around. And that's part of the reason we've seen drone delivery um, be so slow to to come to the market. But, you know, because of that, you know, we, we do know that these systems are extremely safe. These technologies are, are very safe. Um, and there again, there's so many fail safes in place because there has to be. Um, you know, when you're talking about something flying uh, above our heads, you know, there's always that right. worry of what happens if something goes wrong. Does it crash? What does it hit? Um, so there is a lot of, uh, you know, backup plans to, you know, if something does go wrong. Um, but most of the time, these systems are are made so they're not going to fail um, okay. for that exact reason, for that exact concern. Okay. Uh, that's great to know. And everybody out there, we can rest assured right now. We are, we are in good hands, especially with the programming and the infrastructure that's being built. Now, that, that's a huge undertaking as well. How are, how are you trying to facilitate an infrastructure that's not even in place yet? And now we're talking about urban America. How, how does that can – you, can you enlighten us on that? Yeah, of course. So I think a lot of times, you know, and it, we, we do talk a lot about automation. It is what sets us apart in a large way. But – um, we get kind of shoehorned into that just automation, but we interface with traditional delivery as well. So, you know, we see it as we're solving a lot of the pain points in logistics for carriers and for users, um, for the people that are getting things delivered uh, that are happening right now through manned delivery. So, you know, we can offer this safe place for packages, you know, cut down on theft. You know, we can make it so there doesn't need to be someone there to sign. Um, we can... We can uh, decrease the number of like of misdeliveries and misships. So you know, again, that that GPS information, um, the fact that if you're not there to sign, then that deliverer has to leave and come back. You know, all of these these add costs. Um, they add up. So the more, or excuse me, the cost of these misdeliveries are already baked into your your shipping. You know, um, so by the drone deck, we can decrease that. So we can save money for shippers and save money for users as well. So you know, we're we're improving upon the infrastructure that is, you know, there right now that's doing the delivery, but we're also building that future infrastructure for when autonomous delivery is more commonplace. So it's kind of that two-pronged, you know, there's the here and now, and there's this future, you know, we know this is coming, it's here in some areas, so we're just getting ready for for that, and we're bringing it everywhere uh, kind of up to speed, so they're ready for it as well. Okay. Oh, you're right, because as technology skyrockets, you have to be willing to, to change 
pretty much on the fly. And uh, the the testing, I'm sure the testing's rigor rigorous. How long is your testing before actually implementing something? Yeah, so I think it. <sighs> honestly it, it is very rigorous in general but i think it also depends on um exactly what what you're referring to you know if you're talking about interfacing with drones or rather the you know the testing for usps we're working on our uh our certifications for mm -hmm. the postmaster postmaster uh certification excuse me um and that testing is much crazier than you would think it was uh compared to the the drone testing you know it's kind of a we send our units to a lab and they're they tell us like it's not a matter of if we destroy this it's just to what point it takes us to destroy this so you know there's kind of this um there is a lot of testing you know these are going to be in front of your front yard they need mm -hmm. to be able to withstand a car hitting them or and stuff like you know <laughs> wow. and things like that so we have to be we're, there's so much testing on all of these not just these internal systems and communications between our deck and the you know the deliverers or um the technology but the testing on how well is this going to stand up it, it is it is very rigorous and um you know we have a lot of good people and a lot of uh really good labs outside of third-party labs that are helping us with it okay yeah because i'd hate to see a, a dog walking by on on a street corner with a drone in its mouth that that kind of wouldn't be uh, so, we'll be kosher. We're we're not the drones, so that's not that's yeah, not that's our, true. our problem. <laughs> but I will say the drones, none of them are going to deliver or get um near the ground if there is someone or something mm -hmm. in that that view. Um, they are the systems are designed to if there's something moving, something alive right there, it's it's not going to deliver for safety. Right. Um, that is you know where the drone deck comes in. We can give it the safe drop point every time. It's still going to be above head level, and it's going to lower that package down with a winch. Is the way we've been seeing the um, seeing the market go. So you know, I, I don't think seeing a, a <laughs> dog with a drone in its mouth is very likely. It's not a huge concern in the industry, um, but I, I definitely could see where that thought would come from. If I see it, I'm definitely taking a picture. And I'll send it to you. <laughs> like, see, I told you, yeah. Exactly. I'm like, remember back when we had this conversation. Well, if, if you do, if you do, I, I don't think it'll be a commercial drone at the very least. No. It'll probably be a hobby, a hobbyist <laughs> or something. <laughs> oh, I, I agree. It probably would be, but it would still be funny to see. I'm oh, yeah. <laughs> so, but before we, wow, we're actually halfway through the show already, Laura. Uh, great conversation. We have you, Laura O'Toole from Drone Deck here, telling us the back ends of drone deck some of the great um, great discoveries and great uh milestones that you've been hitting you know and, and constantly keep going but we're gonna have to take a break right now and when we come back we're gonna get a deeper dive into some some other of these uh of the items of drone deck because there's so much to talk about and we can go any which way so we're gonna be right back everybody uh Thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you're still with us, great. If you're just tuning in, even better. But we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Everyone deserves the opportunity to have access to the knowledge to make their own choices when it comes to where their money goes. Listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter will give you that access. Investing isn't just for the wealthy. Making More Money for You, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter. If you have any questions for Magnus or his guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5789. That's 866-472-5789. Now back to the show. Here is Magnus Carter. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Magnus Carter. You're on the Making More Money For You show on Voice America Business. And the first part of the radio show here, we've had an amazing conversation with Laura O'Toole from Drone Deck. We covered some great milestones. We covered where we're actually going to see Drone Deck actually flourish into. Uh, but if you have any questions for it, give a call in. We would gladly answer them. We have one of the you know, the people on the back end with business development here in the studio with me. So uh, if you ha- feel free to call in, if you like, uh, Laura, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Oh, man, we covered a lot of stuff, a lot of topics in the first, first part of the show. And there, it feels like we're not even scratching the surface of what can be done with a drone deck. Yeah, you know, we when you have this little you know piece of what's gonna be kind of you know this piece of real estate in front of every home and business that we're is our goal. You know, there's so many sensors that we can introduce and so much we can do, so many features we can offer our users, or you know things like car counting that we can offer municipalities to you know help help make communities better and you know, safer and have a better understanding of again traffic patterns and things like that. You know, we um we we want to do all of that. So you know, it is this. It does seem kind of like this limitless little, little box almost. Yeah, because I remember, what was it, when I was talking with Dan, it's like you can get hot, it could be hot or cold because you were talking about env- environmentally storage too because one for medicine, two for your groceries and whatnot, which we talked about a little bit before, but also delivery of food. Uh, we would actually, You would actually deliver a pizza there and it would actually be hot when you picked it up. That that's crazy. That that is definitely futuristic stuff right there. And I I think we're actually going past with the Jetsons half. 
you know, we gotta always always improve. Uh, so that's what we're what we're trying to do. We're trying to think of everything and anything that can really benefit our again benefit our users. We we want to include it. Okay, well, definitely because we have well, there's so many different people out there and so many different wants and so many different needs. How do you prioritize which ones that you would attack first in your list of uh, developments? Market research. You know, there is definitely some features that we find that are are so much more important to, you know, for safety, for, you know, for you know medication safety, things like the health safety, um, for the sensitive deliveries, but then also more important to our users and our, our customers. And so, you know, we are constantly trying to take in that information and make sure that we're doing the research needed before we implement these new features. Um, so, you know, we're trying not, not it's not just willy nilly. It's, you know, right. we, we do have all of these features that we talk about. Um, and, you know, some of them are coming sooner or sooner, um, and some of them are coming later just based on that information that we get uh, for our product roadmap. And we are constantly adding new features as well um, as we find new features that we can include that are important to the customers. What What's one feature that you would love to see happen with a drone deck? That it's either in production or kind of sort of there but it's something that you would want as a customer Ooh, there's so many cool features i have um you know i think a lot of the features that again a lot of the features that i i like the most are kind of the ones that are, are here right you know again we, mm -hmm. we do this based on what's important so like the heated right. and cooling you know we are constantly improving on that but like that that's that's a feature i'm very excited about i i'm very excited to be able to order food while i'm an hour or two away or whatever <laughs> and make sure that it's there if i'm like starving you know it's going to be right there hot fresh ready for me um you know things like that i i'm very excited about um and you know i i think a lot of the the community features i think something that like, I don't think it doesn't come off as the most exciting to some people, but the the signal boosters that we're we're including, you know, we're looking at, you know, can we do LoRaWAN boosters and gateways? Can we, um, you know, do cell phone repeaters, things like that to help uh, broaden these networks to areas where there's not as great coverage? Um, I, I think that's really exciting. I think the things that can happen from that uh, is is going to be great. You know, the fact that it can help facilitate all of these uh autonomous systems that we've been talking about right. and you know can it improve your cell signal or you know any of that i think that's going to be really cool and i think that's a kind of uh, an underrated feature okay so what you're each one of these drone as we're talking here i'm just getting a mental picture here from being in the network field and whatnot and my my my, my mind is going so with every drone deck, you're actually looking to build a mesh topology or uh, a mesh uh, physical layout of a network that will actually connect each other. We we are definitely looking in, into that, yes. Um, and I wouldn't say every drone deck. You know, there's going to be some in some urban areas where that's just right. really not needed, where that redundancy is already there. But um, it's really, you know, like rural areas or areas that, that don't have that full coverage that I think this is going to be the or we're going to see the biggest difference with this i think it's going to be the most exciting in those areas um but yeah again it's to help these systems that we're interfacing with to have that connectivity that they need no matter where they are um and that's just going to kind of you know bleed over to other technologies though right. which is uh again just really exciting now with drone decks doing this do you see with the 
the less need for the giant cell towers. If drone decks actually going to, if the pot, if the potential for drone deck to actually do that with Wi-Fi and cell signals and whatnot, do you see less of the giant cell towers going up and being constructed? You know, I'm I'm not a systems engineer. I I don't have a background in telecom okay. or anything, so no. I don't want to I don't want to speak. I don't want to say that's a, a full possibility, but um, you know, I wouldn't say that it's it, it's an impossibility either. We are okay. you know always looking at partnering with um these big companies. Um, you know, we we talk with all these big dogs. We have mm -hmm. talked to these telecom companies. Um, and you know, I think there is some some good uh opportunity for a partnership that would okay. maybe decrease you know the needs or. For, for these big tele our telephone poles and things like that right. you know well i think that's something that we'll have to we'll have to see um okay. in development so um you know possibly okay fair enough that's just at the the thought of possibility because what we're what you're talking about is all the everything a cell tower does but if it's in there you know it's it's a good possibility i'm whatever you guys are talking about and behind the scenes i'm just trying to figure out from my mind, I'm wrapping my head around it and seeing where it could actually benefit, where it doesn't benefit, and yeah. uh, that sort of thing. I now, do think we have the advantage of, you know, there's several drone decks, so we can kind of do it that way. But, you know, we won't right. have that that height and that reach that a, a, tel a, a cell phone tower would. So, again, I, I think there's at least some possibility for it, but... Okay. All right. Well, that's fair enough. Uh, so... We'll just leave that one as it happens. And it, when we see it being announced, we, it's like, oh, okay, it actually happens. Now, out of the features that you do like about it, is there any features that you think wouldn't really benefit Drone Deck that you've had on your list? So I don't know about not really benefiting Drone Deck. You know, one that we sometimes talk about um, mm -hmm. that we are looking at in including potentially is you know some bomb detection that is something that is probably never going to be common face on every single drone deck that's not okay. something that most users need you know that that's when you when you hear that or see that on our future list um that is you know again uh down the road on the product product mm -hmm. roadmap for us um but that would be for very specialized uh, use cases and customers um so I think that's probably one of the features that would maybe maybe benefit at least most of our users a little bit less than some of the others. Uh, yeah. Kind of one of the few that stands out like that. Okay. Well, I'm just curious because getting your perspective on this was definitely different from getting Dan's perspective on this, which is which is great because we all see the press releases and, and uh, the news and all the articles and whatnot. We're seeing it from one per person's point of view, but now we're seeing it from your point of view because – it's different because we don't really get to talk to you as much uh, or anybody else in the company. And I appreciate the time for that. And that's why these, these questions from your perspective, you know, shines a lot more on drone deck as a company and also uh, as a customer, because I'm sure you're going to be a customer of drone deck as well. Yes. I, I live in a very urban setting where packages get stolen all the time. I I'm very excited. I'm ready to be the first one to sign up. <laughs> I, I would have it today if I could. Um, so, yes, I do definitely plan on being a customer as well. Okay. Now, the infrastructure that is being tested, is it, it isn't a very, I know it's out in your hometown where Drone Deck actually is. Have you guys started test, start looking at other testing opportunities, other testing markets? 
so I did, I mentioned earlier, you know, we're looking mm -hmm. at this um, pilot in the healthcare industry, you know, we're kind right. of, we have a lot of interest in, you know, from different hospitals and things. So we are moving into that industry a little bit more. Um, you know, we're looking at doing some pilots and, you know, potentially in some retirement communities for, you know, prescription deliveries and food deliveries, things like that. So, you know, we are constantly looking for for new markets and, um, you know, new, new use cases for testing and uh, moving outside of Indiana as well. So, um, you know, we can't say too much about any of right. these. These haven't been announced yet or anything, but uh, the answer is yes. Okay. Okay. No worries. Uh, you know, I don't want to purge any confidentiality or anything on your end or um, any of that sort of thing or cause any legalities. But it, it's great to hear that the other advancements and whatnot. This last advancement that you had, what's your take on the one that you just announced, I believe it was like last week, wasn't it? I believe you made an, uh, there was a drone deck announcement last week, but I could, I didn't get a chance to read it. Yeah. So that was the, the one about the, the healthcare pilot that I, okay. I mentioned that and we, we did do a, a small release on it. Again, we haven't given too many details right. on, on what the hospital or any of that yet, but um, yes, I'm, I'm happy to talk a little bit about that. Oh, absolutely. If you can, uh, especially now that location now with drone decks are are they supposed to be like on the on a street corner when they're supposed to be implemented or is there supposed to be uh a blueprint that you have from the company that this is the criteria you have to have to get a drone deck installed so there are some requirements you know the drone deck does require power so we do have to get that in some way we have a we have a battery configuration though, but it does end up limiting some of the features we can offer if we are running solely on battery power. So there is that. Um, we have cellular capabilities, so we don't actually need Wi-Fi to um, be able to function. Um, but for other requirements on actual location, um, I think it depends if you're really wanting it to be in a position where it will be ready for drone delivery. Because if you do want it for drone delivery, um, and to be able to accept those deliveries, then it has to have a certain amount of right away. You know, there can't be a tree right above it. It can't be right up against your house, things like that where drones can't deliver. Um, and the other other part of that is, you know, if you're running it for man delivery, it does need to be by the street um, for those carriers as they're used to um, and how they expect it to be. So um, there are some requirements on where you put a drone deck, depending on what you want to use it for. But other than that, it's it's pretty much up to you. If you just want drone delivery, you can put it on your roof. You know, if you just want man <laughs> delivery, it can have a tree right above it, right by the street. You know, things like that. Um, the only real big requirement, again, would be would be the power um, for some of our more robust features. Okay. That's that's more than fair and. I'm sure when when somebody contacts you to get that, they you give them like a whole giant pamphlet of what do's and don'ts <laughs> of what to do. So that that's all that's always good. Now, you you and the company at, with Drone Deck, where do you see yourself um, like in a year or so with the company? Do you still see yourself as VP of of development, or do you plan on, or would you like to move on to something else? I know we talked about automation and whatnot, and and, and the drones and all, all the techie stuff. Yeah, you know, I okay, I definitely see myself solo drone deck. Okay. I, I definitely think I'm gonna have a hand in the business development. I, I love the sales and partnerships and stuff. Um, you know, I have been moving a little bit, doing a little bit more work on our pilot programs and kind of that that, you know, realization, the uh, the project okay. management and uh customer success side. So, you know, I think um 
maybe some shifts there, but I, I think I'll be doing a lot of the, the same stuff I am now. Okay. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Uh, what, uh, out of, I know we, we talked about the, the medical industry and whatnot, but how does drone deck actually fit in? How will an average everyday person actually use or get something delivered to themselves with that would it be through a phone or would it be through a computer app both you know we're trying not to to change your delivery or how you order things you know your order process um you know we still want you to be able to order through all of the the means you do you know go to your favorite site or whatever mm -hmm. that is favorite app um place that order and then just know that it's going to be coming to the drone deck and it will interface um and give you that information that's how we really see it being used um, you know, it's it's kind of this addition. It brings a bunch to the table, but we don't we don't want it to be this huge groundbreaking shift. You know, reimagine everything for everyone because we recognize that that's a little trickier. That's that's harder. You know, people are are used to things a certain way, so we don't want to change that too much. We just want to make that whole process better. Okay. Uh, also, with the ordering, also the return process, you're also working out as well. Yes, uh, we are looking at including a return process. Um, uh, and this is one that we do kind of want to change a little bit. Um, so, you know, we're hoping to be that conduit to all your returns that you want. So you don't have to go back to that app. You don't have to find that receipt. You know, you can go through your drone deck app and look at your last few purchases and it will populate and you can pick from there. So if you're not even sure, you know, you're like, I don't know if I ordered this from store A or store B, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's It was ordered through your deck uh, or came through your deck. So that information's there and you can just return it that way. Okay, that's... That would make things 10 times easier by doing that uh, because I am one for trying to find out where I bought it from, trying to find the email where it came from and which account I bought it on, either if it's a business account or if it's my personal account. So that would actually definitely save a lot of time, a lot of, a lot of frustration. So that that's amazing. Uh, let's see. What else? What what's another thing that you would love to see happen with a with all these contracts and whatnot going on? Now, do you is Drone Deck actually just staying trying to stay in the U.S. or are they looking to go global as well? I, I know Dan talked a little about possibly about going and on foreign stuff, but has there been any other development with that? Yeah, you know we're definitely interested in 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 international um, opportunities. We've recently designated, I think, 25 countries for patents internationally through the, the PCT, the uh, Patent Co Cooperation Treaty. Um, okay. So, you know, we do have that patent protection in 25 countries in addition to the U.S., which is really major for us. Um, we're, we're very excited. Um, and yeah, again, we are we are are always looking for these opportunities. You know, so far it's made sense for most of our developments and everything and our pilots to be here. Um, but you know, we're definitely open and we're definitely just looking for the right opportunities to go international. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It, it must be really, um, in a very, it's in a very good place where you can actually pick and choose what you want to do with it. Because as you're saying, it is your baby. It is. And you get to de develop it the right way. And you, and you are taking the right time to do it and not just trying to get it out to the masses and say, oops, okay, we messed up. Now we got to scrap it and do something completely different. Yeah, you know, we definitely want to make sure that we're releasing a, a really good product that is, you know, we're not going to have to redevelop in a year or two, or <laughs> we're not going to have all these these customers coming to us with issues. You know, we want to 
we want to simplify the process. You don't need a piece of buggy technology making that harder. So we want to make sure that there are no bugs, that we are working out all of these issues before. Um, and so, you know, we're at a really good place where we have our generation two units coming in. We've done a lot of iteration, a lot of testing, um, and we've seen a lot of improvement over uh, the last year or two. So it's, um, it's, it's really exciting. Our product is really great. Um, it looks a lot better. Uh, we have photos of our, our new design. Um, it's a little bit prettier, you know, uh, a lot sleeker and just has a lot more functionality. Okay. Now, here's a, a very interesting question. How fast is time going for you since you're working there? It is flying. <laughs> time is flying. Um, I... In addition to my stuff with Drone Tech, I'm just really involved in, in the automation industry and a lot of organizations. So I, I definitely okay. keep busy. And because of that, I mean, you blink and it feels like it's six months later. You know, it's kind of, oh, yeah. uh, that's, that's about where we are right now. But again, it's really uh, exciting. It keeps me on my toes. So. Okay. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, good. Well, especially with the time and whatnot. So. When you get get to work, it's like two, three meetings, lunchtime, another meeting, time to go home type of thing. Or do you find yourself actually in that depth in the technology and whatnot because you want to keep doing this, that you are working extra hours, weekends and whatnot, because you find it fascinating and you're actually you feel like you're actually being pr productive and and you found your purpose. I definitely find it fascinating. Um, I, I know I mentioned all these organizations. Oh, yeah. um, I, I'm now the the president of the association, or excuse me, um, for ABSI, the Association of uh, Uncrewed Vehicle Systems International in Colorado. So the Rocky Mountain chapter, super involved with automation <laughs> and uh, all this industry through there. I so during the week, you know, I'm I'm all drawn. I'm so focused on drone deck. Um, head in there. But off hours, you know, nights uh, on the weekends, I'm I'm all about the robotics and drones. I love being again involved in the industry that way and getting to to do stuff um with Drone Deck and uh, with these other companies, these organizations. So I definitely put a lot of time into it. I I think it's so cool. <laughs> so you're gonna be on the next BattleBot season if you're gonna you know build I wish, one. I wish I often think I should have been an engineer. <laughs> I'm like oh, I should have just done it. It's so I love working with the engineers. I love um, working on the product and again seeing the just all the technology. Oh you must be a kid in a candy store then because when you come into work you get to go through all the stuff. It's like, ooh, this looks nice. I want to try this out. How does this work? Type yes. of thing. Yeah. The conferences especially are a lot of fun. You get to go and see all the new the new shiny toys, you know. <laughs> All the cool little robots and stuff, <laughs> and the sensors. It is. It is like a. I am like a kid. Kid in the candy store. <laughs> that's awesome. That well, that's a good thing. So you you when working with with these items and working with uh, the drones and the automation and whatnot, you don't find it as work, do you? You just find it as something that you you enjoy doing and you're actually helping people doing it. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's just. Everyone we work with is so great. You know, the industry is, there's so much happening. There's never a dull moment. So uh, it definitely uh, doesn't feel like work. Okay. So when when you guys hit your milestones, uh, do you guys take some time off to actually renew your energies and, and try to figure out, okay, we're going to take a, a moment here. We're going to celebrate this and then go to the next one. Or do you just plow through and just keep going one right after another? 
you know, I do think we, we do make sure to celebrate all of our wins as a team. You know, we okay. have um, team events and stuff, but I, I think there's not so much of that, of that break, you know, typically. Okay. Um, we, we have so much going on and I, I think that we're all just so invested in drone deck at this point that we couldn't <laughs> imagine, you know, that, that break. I think uh, we have too much we want to do with it, you know, to be able to take that step back. Okay. Well, you brought up a wonderful point and a great way for a segue for a closing because we're at the end of the show. You brought up investing. So to bring the future to us, there has to be something that needs to happen to keep this flow going. Am I right? So how can, one, we learn more about Drone Deck and how can we actually be part of this growing future? Yeah, so, you know, make sure to check us out on dronedeck.com for more information. Um, you know, we are doing a crowdfunding raise right now on Start Engine. So startengine.com slash dronedeck will bring you to our, our campaign page. Um, you know, as a startup, that is, we, we have our first revenue generating pilot right now, but we've held off on that because we wanted to make sure that our product was in a place that it, it was ready and it was it was good for it, um, for these pilots. So, um, you know, there is that that uh, capital need to keep okay. doing our R&D and what we're doing in the background. So, you know, we, we are thankful for all of our investors. We've raised to date um, a little over 8 million, I believe, total through both of our, crowd, wow. our crowdfunding raises, angel investors and everything. We have about 5,000 investors. Um, you know, we, we are always happy to welcome more people into our invest, investment uh, community. And we're always really thankful um, for that. Wow. That's in the grand scheme of things, that's a lot in a very short amount of time. So, and I remember when Dan was on that, he not only is it a company that's accepting investors, but he also put so much of his own money in because he believes in this. Yeah. Yeah. That. He ran this out of his own pocket for, uh, for the first year, for first few years. Yeah. Um, uh, so, you know, again, he has a, he has a big stake in this and he, he's really dedicated and really sees the, really sees the vision for a drone deck. Um, oh. So, yeah, and I, you know, he always says now is the time to invest. We're not sure if we're going to be able to do another crowdfunding raise. You know, we're looking at opportunities, you know, potentially maybe going public in the future or, mm. you know, other other opportunities like that. Um, so now is really the time to get in. Well, everybody go to startengine.com forward slash drone deck. Check it out. See if it's what your investment if you want to invest in it, make sure it's good for your situation. Uh, regardless, it is coming. Uh, Laura, I want to say thank you for your time. It was wonderful chatting with you and learning about your role and more about the Drone Deck family. Uh, but we have to close it out for the day. Uh, so that takes care of this episode. Next week episode, I have land investing or land banking. I'm very sorry. Um, uh, it's going to be interesting and it's a weird topic. So if you're curious about what it takes to do, be a land banker, uh, tune in next week at the same time. Laura, thank you for stopping by and everybody have a wonderful week. Thanks for listening to making more money for you with Magnus Carter on the voice America business channel. We look forward to the next show where we will be making more money for you. Until then, have a fantastic week.